everyone, and welcome to Plotty Time, the podcast where we three gamers discuss video game stories in detail with all the necessary and appropriate backlash. On one side of the table, we have Chump Slap. At least he died doing what he loved, beating off in a tool shed. <laughs> the other side of the table is Dr. Scientist. I'm too scared to find my pockets, so I'll just give you take off my pants and give those to you. <laughs> my name is Papa Scotch, and as I always say... I'm not human? Then how do you explain this? It's been one week since you looked at me, cocked your head to the side and said I'm angry, five days since you laughed at me, I know the whole fucking song. <laughs> Welcome to Plotty Time. That one egg was 40 eggs? That's a big fucking pile of garbage. I'm the farting demon in this <laughs> relationship. I'd be an awesome rich person. You're both just an embarrassment. God, I'm awesome. Today. We're talking Tom Hanks and his vehicle. Yeah, I had my finger in my mouth waiting for you to finish. You gotta get four balls or something. Like dick piercing. <laughs> no, you know damn well I'm fucking that demon. It's still sexy. How could that be close and not be right? Yeah, I'm just kill some random dude. If you want cheese, you get a milk. You're waiting for me. No, I can hate on it. It sucked. Boners. Welcome to Plotty Time, the podcast that had the worst fucking air travel experience of their fucking life yesterday. Tell me about it, man. Jeez. No, I can't. I, I don't think that happened. <laughs> Dude, I was coming back from Barcelona because of a work trip. Barcelona. 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 You have to say it that way or they yell at you. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But guys, just side note real quick. <laughs> we are so behind on the ham game to Spain. They are doing things with pigs over there. <laughs> It's amazing. I was in the grocery store. They were just selling like whole fucking legs of pig, mm. like cured. It was amazing. But anyway, you didn't so, bring any back. That's illegal. They don't let you. That, if you're a coward, you can hide it through customs. Yeah. <laughs> they had a little beagle that was going around sniffing people's luggage in the baggage area. But anyway, I don't know if that's it's an eight hour flight. Or- <laughs> I landed at 2.50 p.m. Like wheels hit the tarmac at 2.50 local time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It must have been like 95 degrees out. It was super fucking hot. <laughs> like the pilot was like, we made it just before the storms. And everyone's like, oh, fucking sweet. He's like, all right, we're sitting here and the ramp is broken and we can't get to the terminal until the ramp is fixed. Meanwhile, everyone's like, what fucking ramp is he talking about? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like the gate ramp thing. Like go to a different gate. You have like a hundred of them. Go to a different one. So we're sitting there waiting and then they're like, oh, we don't know when it's going to be fixed. And then. They're like, we think it's fixed, but now we can't move because there's a storm in the distance and there's lightning. And every time the lightning strikes, we have to like start the counter at 10 minutes and we have to wait till that goes out before we can move. Yeah, that's sensible. <laughs> Lovely. So there were 20, 20 planes parked on the tarmac, just in a line, waiting to go back to the terminal. We were there for three fucking hours. Wow. Just sitting there. I We arrived at 2.50 and I got back in my house like 7.30. It was a goddamn nightmare. It usually takes like an hour, maybe. From when I land to when I get home. Did you have to poop? No, thank God. <laughs> you should have just said, well, I guess I'm doing it here. And got up. <laughs> it got to the point where everyone was so fucking agitated. Like, it's like everybody knows there's nothing you can do about it, right? Yeah. You just sit there. So people were, you know, they're making the best of it. They were actually being a lot calmer than, than I was being internally. Calmer than you are. <laughs> Way calmer than I was. I almost punched an elderly woman in the face. She probably deserved it. She like her and her husband were like across the aisle from me. And I don't know if they were both hard of hearing, but they were like screaming at each other. <laughs> Not like they had a fight, yeah, like yeah. they were just communicating while probably screaming. Do it on purpose just to annoy people. <laughs> I would probably. Also. So would I. And then like their flight got canceled when they were on the tarmac because, you know, the storms mm-hmm. and they were flipping out about that their connection and then the pilot came on the thing he's like hey if people are out there uh worried about missing their connection don't 
everything's canceled or grounded. So you're not missing anything. Yeah. Which made everyone super happy. Look, <laughs> it was bad. We'll blow past it. Didn't sound that bad. It could be a lot worse than that. It, yeah. I mean, at least we had air conditioning the whole time. Oh, yeah. What are you complaining about? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't understand what his problem was. It didn't sound that bad at all. I had to wait a little bit. <laughs> a little, little bit. It was three hours. You know how long three hours is when you're waiting in a fucking yeah. shitty seat? Why didn't <laughs> you play Legend of Zelda? I was too angry. I would have snapped that fucking switch in half if I was playing Zelda. I almost snapped my phone in half twice, and I need that. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, Fucking great. Anyway, Dr. Scientist, what are you playing, watching, doing? What's going on with you? Uh, what am I watching, you asked? Well, I watched uh, a documentary on Plex. Oh, yeah? It was called uh, Running with Speed. It was about speed running. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. Interesting. It's all right. It didn't, I, I don't know, it kind of like, it's by a guy named Summoning Salt, and he does all kinds of speed running things on YouTube, and they're usually pretty good. But it was kind of like a more niche than a, like a general thing. If you, I don't know, if you see it, you kind of get what I'm talking about. It was too niche or it wasn't niche enough for you? It was, it was too niche within a niche that didn't need to be niched down. Okay. For some reason, I followed you there. Yeah. Wow, that makes one of us. No, he only talked about like four or five games. <laughs> oh, okay. I got you. And I mean, there's a, there's a whole section on like uh, games done quick and stuff. And then there's like speed running Super Metroid or something. It was all right. It was like two and a half hours. It wasn't that bad. All right. And how speed running's taken off. I mean, you've watched speed runs that were longer than that. Oh, yeah. I, that's also some stuff I watched last week. But yeah, it's not, it, yeah. If you kind of like speed running or are interested in video games, it's not bad to watch. Yeah, I watched a Symphony of the Night speed run the other day. Oh, yeah? yeah. 200%? No. Oh. It's just it's like 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. When they, Jesus. When they do it with just without, you used to see when they try and get maps, like how they, how they hit corners of map pieces to get them all. It's crazy. Maybe I will one day. Uh, what else did I watch? You asked. Yes. I watched the, uh, voyage, the last voyage of the Demeter. Oh yeah. Was that oh, good? How was that? Uh, it wasn't great, but it wasn't terrible. It's a, it's a, it's a solid. Mm, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we all watch stuff that's right in that. It's yeah. okay. Range. Yeah. I, once people start dying, it kind of gets a little bit ridiculous because there's only like nine people on the boat. And you're like, well, how were they thinking of getting this Dracula to, spoiler alert, to the destination? And he's like killing people left and right. Like he would eventually just end up in the middle of the ocean. But Yeah, but wasn't he? He was in a coffin or something, yeah, right? but he gets out. Well, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. All right. It, it's in, man. If you got, if you're like bored and you're like, ah, I don't know what to watch, just watch that. It's all yeah, right. Spooky season's coming up. You might want to watch it. Yeah, that. yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. It's great for spooky season. Next week. Does it all? Uh, does it all take place on the boat? Uh, except for the part where they before they get on the boat. Okay, gotcha. There's a it's, load up scene. Understood. There. I neither of you played it, but it's like the game, The Return of the Obra Dinn, mm. which you should definitely play. Oh, it's yeah. one of the greatest games ever made. Uh, well, maybe. I think you talked about it. I did. Yeah. It's a great game. Oh, absolutely. I know. I downloaded it once. <laughs> I remember just that. like playing it yeah basically played it <laughs> i basically numbed it um what else did i watch i finished up what we do in the shadows for this season mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah me too great quote by the way the whole him turning into a vampire thing kind of annoyed me all season yeah i don't know if i finished it i might have might be missing an episode or two but. uh if there's only 10 episodes in no the idea. last one I don't want to tell you. Yeah, yeah. I'll just check it this week. But it is yeah. funny because you know how they're, well, you know, he's like uh, Laszlo's running all those experiments. To yeah, try yeah. 
<laughs> Never mind. I don't want to ruin it for you. <laughs> <All right. laughs> uh, I also started, I also picked up again on the new Futuramas. I watched about half of them. I fucking always forget about that. Dude, there's so many new things that I'm so far behind on. Yeah. I have them listed in here with question marks in case I watch them. And I'm like, oh, I didn't watch any of those. Didn't watch any of those. Didn't watch any of those. But I did watch some Futuramas. Uh, I don't know if it's because I only watched them once, but it's just not really Futurama to me because I love all the other episodes, like Top Notch. Yeah. These are just different. And some of the voice cast is different. Like Bender has a different voice. Kind of throws Really? Off. Yeah. Oh, that's a bummer. But I mean, they're still good, but they're not top tier. Maybe if I watch them more than once and I pick up on stuff and pay attention a little bit more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is what makes all the Futuramas great. There's always like, there's going to be all kinds of Easter eggs and shit in there, yeah. I bet. Yeah, and I only watched like five of them out of like the 10 that are out, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and then I also watched, was trying to catch up with uh, Star Trek Strange New Worlds, the new show about uh, Captain Pike and his voyages on the Enterprise. Not the Enterprise. So is, is uh, the Kirk show done? Which Kirk show? The Captain Kirk show? Oh, the new one? Picard? Picard? There it is. Sorry. They aren't the same. Blast. Oh no, God. they're not. You're right. God damn it, I'm off this podcast. You're right. You're right. I made a mistake. Uh, if anyone asks, I'm drunk. <laughs> You're stuck on a plane for three hours. Yeah, I just yeah. got off of a plane where that I could sit yesterday. down. I got plane brain. I'm still got jet lagged as fuck, but. Yeah. Well, why don't you take a nap? Because we're fucking doing this. What do you mean, why don't I take a nap? <laughs> At the airport when you are on the plane for three hours. On, I cannot can't. sleep on planes. Just oh. can't. I'd be afraid that I'd start snoring. I'd. Oh, dude, no one's going to hear did. you. That plane is so loud. I You're sitting right next to people. <laughs> That's true, and I did hear those old people screaming at me. Just <laughs> snore. Who gives a fuck? Uh, Paid for that seat. You're allowed to snore. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, speaking of Symphony of the Night speedruns, I play. I finished that up on my phone this week. Oh, yeah. Uh, nice. Yeah. It's Once you get the Christmas. You 206% into it? No. There were... Uh, I got to the end and there were some, there were some squares where I couldn't figure out how to trigger them mm. on the upside down thing. And then I, I was like, it tells you the number of rooms you found. And I found out I was 14 short and counting the ones that I knew where they were. I still needed to find like 12. And I was like, I ain't going to go through them all. Oh, that's annoying. But that's yeah, it's always a good game. But, and uh, finally, the last thing I played this week was a game called paper cut mansion for PS four, maybe five. Ooh, sounds spooky. Okay. It's, it's kind of a roguelike where you play a guy who goes into this mysterious mansion. It's kind of cardboard art, so it kind of looks cool. Oh, nice. And uh, you try and get deeper and deeper and trying to figure out. You can't really remember what's going on. You're trying to jog your memory and figure out what's going on. It's kind of fun. I just die a lot because that's hmm. what roguelikes do. Yeah. But yeah, a solid meh if you can find it on sale so far. Okay. Okay. Let's check it out. Uh, that's all I did, Papa Scotch. What'd you play, watch, do, besides sit in a plane? Fucking plane. Besides that, I watched uh, Cabin in the Woods again. Oh, yeah? It's better the second time, isn't it? I've seen it like seven times yeah. by now. Only seven? I think you've said it at least seven times on this podcast that you've watched it. I think I've said it at least three. Possibly four. Yeah, I've seen it, it was, uh, many times. We're trying to finish the movie bowl before spooky season. It's still, <laughs> We're still in last year's spooky season movie bowl. <laughs> Then we pulled that, and, well, I mean, I don't need to go into it more. We've talked about it. It's a great movie. Check it out if you haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just watched it this week, too. I think it just popped up on Amazon. It's that time of year. Yeah. Yeah, they pull them all out of the woodwork. And another movie that I've seen several times, we rewatched Oculus again, because it was another movie. Bullpit. I've still never seen that. I think it's good for what it is. is Which that, one's that? Is that the one with, um, 
Karen Gillian. Karen Gillian. Yeah, I was going to say the Doctor Who. Oh, no. I was thinking the other guy. Katie Sackhoff. That's no, there's one called like Mirrors or something. Oh, well, that's completely different. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Oculus is the one with the mirror that drains the life out of things. Right, right. Uh, I'd recently watched and talked about the short film the movie was based on. Oh, yeah? I forget what it was called. Oculus something or other. I don't know. Go back and listen to that episode. That sounds vaguely familiar. <laughs> it was like a month ago. But uh, if you haven't seen it, Spooky Season's coming up. Check out Oculus. It is at, at the very least, it's like a, it's freaky. It's like a freaky ghost story thing. Mm-hmm. Check it out. Yeah. And then I watched for the first time in my life, I don't recall ever seeing this movie before, Exorcist 3. Okay, yeah. Have you guys seen this movie? No. I stopped that for the first one. I, yeah, I've only ever seen the first one. Um, It's uh basically a detective investigating an exorcism, and he, like, interviews the dude from the first Exorcist movie that, like, jumped down the stairs and died. Apparently he didn't die. Okay. And the demon was inside him. It was... uh The main guy who plays a detective was really great, but outside of that, it wasn't the best movie in the world. It's one of those movies where it's gotten an appreciation over the years. But I was still like, meh, yeah. I'm just going to watch the first Exorcist again. Yeah, right. It's by far the best one. But check it out if you need more spooky season recommendations and you've seen everything else. Also rewatch Day of the Dead, which I haven't seen in a long time. That's the second one? The third one. Not uh-huh. the mall. The one where they're in like the bunker. Okay. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen that either. It has Bub the zombie and he's like learning stuff. And Dr. Frankenstein. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> I love it. I think it's amazing, but I understand if someone's like this wasn't good i'm like oh, I guess. yeah it's definitely a papa scotch yeah it's one of the george romero trilogy i mean it's cemented its place its legacy and some people are trying to argue that that's the best one out of the three i'm like go fuck yourself come on you're on the wrong fucking message boards man yeah <laughs> i must be i must be what do you want r slash i love day of the dead <laughs> I, yeah mostly just there that's where i spend most of my time it's the only place the racists haven't found yet Oh, no. Let's hope they don't. <laughs> and then, last movie I watched, have you guys seen Skidamarink? No. I Have you heard of it? Yeah. Uh, it's supposed to be, like, creepy. It's very atmospheric. I, it's very much an, it's an art film. I'll yeah, tell you that right yeah. now. I very feel like I've seen a preview for it. It wants to be Eraserhead. <laughs> it like, yeah, it, like, came out of nowhere. It was made for, like, $10,000, which is very clear but I, I mean there's a story in there but it's super hard to follow and i had to watch like several youtube videos to figure out what the fuck was going on and then i figured out what was going well i learned what was going on <laughs> and then i was still like i mean it's good but i never want to watch it ever again yeah it's like it tells a story but it just it's almost like two hours long and there are shots of like the top corner of a room and like a tv on mm-hmm and you hear the cartoon that's playing on the TV and it just fucking sits there <laughs> on the corner of the room for like eight straight minutes. Yeah, that doesn't sound fun. It was a tough watch. I'm glad I watched it, but I don't need to watch it again. <laughs> that, that's that's you didn't sell way. it. Put it in the bowl for next year. <laughs> if I ever go to his house, I'm going to throw something in the bowl. <laughs> I mean, if you're into experimental film, check it out. It's creepy. But if you're not and you have no idea what I'm talking about. You're probably not going to like this. Fair. And then what I play, you asked, mm. started getting into Elden Ring a little bit. Oh, Ooh. did you get past the tutorial? Yes. Wow. So, Are you sure? Yeah, he definitely did yes. last time. Oh, I thought he was still in the tutorial. Well, he said he went outside. You can oh, skip okay. it, technically. Well, I, okay, so I got outside, didn't know what to do, kept dying. 
So I was like, yep, that's Elden Ring. <laughs> I was like, I don't have all day to do this. So I searched YouTube and I found a video that uh, I, I forget who did it. I'm paraphrasing here, but it was like how to get OP right away. Mm. Not like OP for your entire run through the game, but just how to, to get overpowered. Yeah. yeah, for like the first section of the game. So I just and it was like how to get OP and get a bunch of cool shit without ever like fighting anybody. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I would uh, I learned how to do that. I I got like a learned how to run away from enemies. Yeah. <laughs> or follow the YouTube video on how to do things and get <laughs> really great at running away from stuff. But I got like some swords and some armor, and I got one of those uh, one of those things where you send ghosts to people. Summons. The summons. I got a summons that was like three wolves that really fucked people up. Oh, nice, nice. And I upgraded them like five or six. Good stuff. So they they just rip shit up, and I'm like running away and hiding and drinking That's a go juice. Go juice. Health up. <laughs> That's what I call it. Whatever the red flask is that yeah. gives me health. I don't remember what they called in that. It's Estus. No, it's Estus. Is it Estus? I don't know if it is. Well, no, it means the well, same it's thing. It's the same thing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so I did that, and I'm, I got the mechanics of the game. I was starting to figure it out, and then I started doing the story, and I did what would be the equivalent of, like, I guess, a level, or, like, to move through the story. Did you get to the castle, the first castle? No, I didn't get there yet. I <laughs> I, I fought, like, the first boss. It's not even, like, the first boss. It's just, like, a slightly tougher enemy. Okay. And then I, I fought him, and you can actually, like, there was something in that area where you could hit it, and, like, someone else would come and fight with you. Yeah, yeah. So it was, like, a, be a baby's intro into how to fight bigger enemies. Right. And I, I beat that guy, which wasn't easy, and then I kept going through the castle, then I got to another boss and couldn't beat it. So I went and got a bunch of weapons. Yeah. You should sure. definitely be doing this on Twitch. I know, right? But it's just going to be me swearing. Did you ever try any of the dungeons and stuff that are the little dungeons around? There's just like no, I don't really know what the dungeons are. I mean, I've I've run into a couple of the dungeons, but every time I get into a dungeon, there's these weird frog dudes in it, and they kick my ass like right away. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, well, like dungeons. one frog dude I can take care of, but then two show up. I'm like, oh god, and then that's the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> that's the end of it, and then yeah. So I after I got past that part and got the OP thing, I'm like, fuck, what do I do now? And then I started doing the castle, didn't go well, and then I decided, well, why not just run around and unlock the map? Yeah, there you go. So I started doing that, and I got, I don't know how big the map is, it seems pretty big, but I got a good chunk out. Nice. And that's where I'm at right now. I'm going to go back to it. I'm definitely not giving up on it after I got all the cool shit to finally, like, <laughs> do something. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm working on it. Right on. But that is all I did and played. How about you, Sir Slap? What are you playing, watching, doing over there? What's going on? Well, thanks for asking. Mm -hmm. Of course. Uh, played a little, little more Salt and Sacrifice. Okay, that's the second one. Yeah, yeah. I know we ask every time, but yeah, I just unlocked the Elder Copes Cops. The, the oh. fifth portal. Yeah. How many are there? I don't know. Assume there's five, maybe more. You can always go back and fight other things too. Yeah. You have to at some point. Yeah, I got really annoyed with the fucking the one mage that's like invisible. And he summons like invisible guys. Oh yeah, that sucks. Fuck, he's that prick. Such an asshole. I have to go back and kill him now. Yeah, there were points where I just left the world and went and killed easier things on the other world before I came back. Yeah, I was like, I need to fucking upgrade my weapon too. But ugh, don't get me started. I don't know where to find that shit. You just gotta farm the bosses. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly. It's a pain, to, pain the balls. Mm -hmm. So trying to tie in tie in the the Elden Ring thing here. 
Is it normal to get to a point where you're like really conflicted and you're like, do I not have good enough stuff or do I just suck at this game? Yeah. That's yeah, all the, all the time. Okay, okay, so that's a very common feeling. Understood. Because it's like get good. Yeah, it's like I have good enough stuff, but I don't know. I'm just doing the same thing over and over again. You got to find some new way. I don't know. Yeah, you definitely shouldn't keep doing the same thing over and over. Well, it usually works for me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Eventually. But yeah, that's all I'm doing. Just kicking away at salt and sack. Salt and sack. <laughs> Word. Yeah, I watched a couple movies, though. You guys want to hear about these? Sure. Sure. What do you got? I watched Suicide Kings. With, uh, Damn, with uh, Christopher Walken? Yeah. It's a great movie. I know, right? Jay Moore, God, Dennis I Leary. I haven't seen it in a long time. <laughs> Is that the one where they, like, kidnap Walken? Yeah. yeah. They're, they kidnap Walken to get Here's your busket. money or something. Yeah, and Dennis, Miller, or Dennis Leary works for him and tries to save him or whatever. Yeah, he's got Stingray. Leather boots. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's such a game. So good. And they, kidnap, they knock out Santa Claus in it. Uh, it's a fucking good movie. Go check it out. You can hear me. So I'm long. Santa Claus. That's the ref. You're thinking. Oh, is it the ref? <laughs> yeah. Oh, same thing. Same thing. Nice. But yeah, it's a good, good movie, man. I haven't seen that in a long time. I should watch that. Yeah. I'm going to write it down. It's a 90s I'm, one, right? going to add it yeah. to yeah. 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 Add the list of movies that I should watch and never do. <laughs> exactly. And then I watched uh, Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. Oh, yeah? What'd you think? I mean, it was fine. Yeah. For just a it f- is. regular fantasy, happy shit movie, you know. Well, not shit. Happy good times. Yeah. If you're into that kind of thing. So did it need to be called, like, a Dungeons and Dragons? Does it gain anything from that other than, like, brand awareness? See because it's Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Well, they might right, have- but... People named in it, too. I don't know. Places are named. Yeah, and some enemies. I mean, it could have been any random fantasy thing but people probably wouldn't have watched it yeah exactly. that's my question like is it how do i put this does it distinguish itself enough from the dungeons and dragons world where it could have been just any fantasy realm if they just rename shit well i mean yeah you could it's change not, any movie exactly to that. anything else if you just rename them i mean you could have renamed shit to oh, make sure. it fucking lord of the rings if you wanted yeah. you know you could turn lord of the rings into star wars if you want <laughs> man that'd be cool dude i'm surprised so you haven't thought of that yet right yeah just turn middle earth into hawthor and uh, I guess, yeah, elves to the force, and it fucking works. <laughs> well, yeah, elves I mean, it was all right. Force. If you want, want to watch it, it was like two hours, yeah, two and a half. I don't fucking know, it was pretty long, but it was okay. But then I watched a uh, little slappy movie, oh, little mm-hmm. movie by Quentin Dippil. I don't know how to pronounce it, I've only ever read it. It's Tarantino, is how you say it. <laughs> no, Dippil, the guy who did Depew? rubber. No, and, yeah, he's better than oh, Tarantino. Nice. And rubber sucked. Yeah, you can keep saying that. It's not going to change my opinion. But it's called Smoking Causes Coughing. <laughs> Smoking Causes Coughing. Yeah. Well, it's a French movie because of Dupieux. Because he's French? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's about the tobacco force. The tobacco force. It's like these five Power Ranger type people. I was going to ask. That's exactly what I was going to ask. Yeah, it's like nicotine, ammonia, benzene, and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) And they just, when they join forces, it just causes smoke, and then the thing dies of cancer or explodes or whatever. What the fuck is this? And they have like a weird rat puppet leader guy. I don't know. It's fucking super weird. Sounds slappy. Yeah. And then in the middle, they just, there's one part where they just tell a camp store, campfire story. Which takes a good 20 minutes. And then there's another one where there's a barracuda that tells them a story. 
that never finishes because it dies by the time the story's <laughs> over. It's fucking just wacky, weird shit, you know. If you like that guy and his crazy movies, you'll he like this. He did Rubber. He did something called Deer Skin. Yeah, he did Wrong Cops. Rom Cops? Wrong. Oh, Wrong Cops would have been great. <laughs> would have like, been. Incorrect Cops. Uh, no, yeah. no, I was thinking of like Romance Cops. Oh. Yeah, like a Wrong Cop. Like a Rom Com, but, <laughs> but it's a Rom Cop. How has someone not made that yet? It's right there. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Delete this. We can no, go. No, This is it. I just emailed myself. Okay, it's ours now. Good. Well, <laughs> glad we figured that out. But Who yeah. needs to hire a lawyer, right? Right. <laughs> but Allegedly. Go, go check out this wacky fucking movie if you're into that shit. Well, if yeah. you like anything about slappers. You should know what slappers are by now. Yeah. And you should know if you're on board or not with a slapper recommendation. Exactly. So go check it out. And that's, that's all I did this week. All right. Well, if we got nothing else, let's go ahead and move into the plotty time vibe check. Mm. Is that the vibe we're going? What's this vibe? It's definitely like Patrick Swayze movie vibe. I was thinking like... Pretty sexy, right? I was thinking like scene chains of uh, Twin Peaks or something. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that works. I was thinking about making that just like two fucking minutes and just letting it play. (laughs) But anyway, in the Play Time Vibe Check, do you hear about this bullshit where Sony's raising the PlayStation Plus prices by up to 40 bucks a year? Uh, You're paid up for like the next 20 years. What does it matter? It doesn't matter. This is for people who aren't rich. (laughs) I think I'm up to the the old PlayStation Plus premium tier, which would give you the PlayStation Plus like classic streaming. They give you more timed stuff and, you know, the whole whatever. Uh, the original yearly price was 120 now it's going to be 160 yeah. I bought another year, and I was going to buy yet another year, and they wouldn't let me oh. at the old price. Yeah, I only bought one year right before the price went up, and then I'm like, well, next year I'll just change it to the $70 one or whatever, or just cancel it altogether. Yeah, I mean, I definitely use it, but... I don't play online. It's like $15 a month, so it's not like... Yeah, it's not crazy. Yeah. That's if you get the most, but I get the cheapest one. Yeah, I'll get the cheapest one. It's like fucking six bucks. Because I'm trying to think, like, what have I played off of it? And I think the only thing would be, like, Shadow Warrior 2, maybe? Yeah, I do. I did play a lot of free games. Yeah, I might I do guess. that for a month to play, like, Spider-Man or something when I get, yeah. when, if I ever buy a PlayStation 5. <laughs> right. I might have to wait for a 6 now. <laughs> Real. 5 Slim. Coming up on year th- end of year 3 with a PlayStation 5 now. Damn. It's like halfway through the life cycle. Yeah, for real. That's what I mean. Might as well wait. That's crazy to think it's halfway through the life cycle already. But it came out in the pandemic, 2020, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's bullshit. I don't like it. No, me neither. I think it's a lot, right? Like, usually if if they upgrade Hulu or Netflix or something, well, not upgrade, if they make it more expensive, they're like, it's going up by a dollar. Yeah. Not, it's going up by 40 fucking percent. Yeah. That's mean. High. It's only like $2. It's 40%. Well, 40% of what? What's Hulu? $9 a month? It's really funny that you frame it like that because you're absolutely right. It's showing up like $2 a month, (laughs) which is a little higher than you're used to. But I think Netflix has done a higher jump. Oh, yeah. But since it's it's crazy, I'm like $12. It's going from $10 to $12 a month. Ah, It's fine. I pay for it. (laughs) It's going down $25 in a year. Get out of here. $16? Fuck you. That's weird. It's weird when you frame it the yearly price. All of a sudden, it seems crazy, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. (laughs) 
But uh, speaking of prices and stuff, did you hear that that $300,000 in stolen Magic the Gathering cards were returned? Oh, no. yeah. I didn't even know they were stolen. Um, it was right before 2023's annual board game convention, Gen Con. Okay. Like a whole pallet of Magic cards were stolen, around $300,000 worth. Damn. Hmm, probably and then probably collectors boxes. Yeah, I believe we discussed it on the thing, but they caught the guys who did it. Who uh, they were taken from the floor of the Indiana Convention Center and were brought to a parking garage where they were stashed before ending up in New York City. A parking garage. Well, got stashed at some. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, I guess the uh, the people that are supposedly did it allegedly or are people of interest where were two guys who designed the board game Castle Assault. Never heard. So of they it. were just like another person there as a vendor. They saw an opportunity to steal magic cards and they did it. Dude, stealing a like, pallet? Yeah, like a whole pallet. They have like security footage of them leaving the building with it. Yeah, especially I mean, from like. Of a, course, there's security footage, idiots. Yeah, it's a con. Or yeah. if someone stole a pallet of your shitty game. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, roasted them. Unless they're listeners, then your game's awesome. They've been returned following assistance from the New York State Police and they're expected to be used as evidence. Oh, I'd hope so. Yeah. But they got returned, so I guess that's good. But also in other news, do you remember talking about uh, Embracer Group and how they were going to shut down Volition, which is the studio that made Saints Row? Yeah, um, I remember something. Something like that. Yeah. Yep, well now it is a, the studio Volition is officially closed. So the studio behind Red Faction series and the Saints Row series they're, and a bunch of other games that they also made, they're just, they're done. They're all shuttered up. So they sell off Saints Row and everything? Mm-hmm. I don't know, because the Embracer Group is the owner. It's like Microsoft or ZeniMax owning Bethesda. Mm-hmm. And then they shut down Volition, but the higher company, the Embracer Group, still owns the rights to those games. Okay. So it doesn't necessarily mean that we'll never see another game again. Yeah. It just means that studio's closed and the rights went to them. Right, right. But they did that original... Do you remember uh, the game Descent? I remember the movie. Well, I kind of remember that's a different the game. Thing. It was from the 90s. It was like 93 it came out. Yeah. Early PC game. But they made that. Yeah. Okay. No, not a lot of big volition guys. That's cool. So uh, we can move on. <laughs> we can move on. That's fine. And then, uh, do you guys remember me talking about? I think this this might have been two years ago now. But we talked about how uh, there's going to be a remake of Beyond Good and Evil. Yeah. It looks like it's finally happening and going to come to the PlayStation Five. Oh yeah. Any Beyond Good and Evil fans here? Beyond Good and Evil. I don't fucking. I played part of it. I don't know. I couldn't really get into it. What I know is, it's like a fan favorite, but I don't. Yeah. I haven't even played it either. It's we like, didn't do it, did we? No, I doubt it's probably like an hour and fifteen minutes long. You guys won't pick a movie that long. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? You watch your mouth. <laughs> it was originally launched in 03 and then was ported to the PlayStation Three in twenty eleven. Several years ago, a sequel was announced, but it has seemingly failed to get off the ground because the series creator. Michelle Ansel left the publisher in 2020. Mm-hmm. No one said the follow-up was canceled, but no one said they're making it, and that was almost three years ago. Mm-hmm. So, whatever. The original one's coming to the store. Oh, alright. Sweet. Maybe I'll play it now. Okay, the news isn't really hitting today, but luckily I got a banger <laughs> to uh, finish this up, because we got more Taco Bell news. Ooh. Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. They, they do what they normally do they created a new product and they're putting it in a test market somewhere this time it's in southern california it's always southern california. It's, california. It's, not, it's not somewhere it's always southern california okay let's not get mad at Papa Scotch about i am it. mad because come on you're smarter than this well i know that columbus ohio is a really big test market too oh <laughs> all right <laughs> yeah, to me. you never mentioned that one <laughs> all right anyway do you want to know what the product is yeah 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 shoot it 
It is the Mountain Dew Baja Blast Gelato. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I mean, I kind of want one, obviously. If you like Baja Blast, but I don't like Mountain Dew, so. Yeah, but it's gelato. (laughs) Rita's is right there. I used to fuck up Baja Blast. I haven't had it in a while, but it was... I remember reading, like, you can make it at home. It's, like, two parts Mountain Dew and one part Powerade. No, that That's all sense. it is. Because they're both owned by the same company. Yeah. yeah. That's why they're all in that machine together. Yeah, so everyone's freaking out, like, how oh, come they don't... And I think they finally sell it in stores. I can go to my local store and get Baja Blast. Oh, yeah. Or maybe it's yeah. seasonal. I think they I make don't. an alcoholic version now, too. I saw that. They had, like, hard Mountain Dew as a thing. <laughs> yeah. It's wild. And Mountain Dew's garbage. First of all, can't believe it took this long. I know. <laughs> it's, like, the worst soda no fresca no they make fr- hard fresca too i remember like i love mountain dew but it's a thing where i have it like once a year because it's so sugary yeah it just makes your teeth rot in your mouth yeah like my teeth hurt i think i'm done <laughs> i don't need another one of these for a while exactly but for a second you're like oh man that's good <laughs> yeah so that's all i got for the plotty time vibe check all right, so how about we get into the game here? How about it? What game is it? Yeah, what is this? This week, we are talking about the EA Sports Classic Fight Night Champion. Oh, classic. Oh, yeah, when was this released? It was released March 1st, 2011. Number one song in the country. Do you guys have any guesses? March 1st, 2011. Uh, Beyonce. No, that. what's up? No, it's not Beyonce. Sorry. Adele. Wasn't there like the, the famous nope. YouTube singer? Rebecca Black? Yeah. Uh, Friday uh, nope. or whatever. That was before 91. Was it? 2001. I have no fucking idea what goes on when, dude. Well, um, yeah, you guys aren't getting it, so let's give a call oh, to Texas Oh, we were Texas having a different Pete. conversation. <laughs> 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 Who are you calling today? Christopher Walken? Texas Pete. No, I don't know who oh. that is. He's just got to sound better than Barney Rubble. <laughs> What's up, Texas Pete? Oh, you know, not do one down there Wow, thanks, Texas Pete. Um... Let's just, let, I feel like this bit's going to get old real fast. Let's move past this. And so. how about you just go ahead and, and sing the, us the song? The hot sauce speak. magnate? <laughs> oh, I got my finger in the wall pie. <laughs> Thanks, Texas Pete. Can you sing the song, please? What I did, you got to go. I'm beautiful in my way, cause God makes no mistakes. I'm on the right track, baby. I was born this way. Born Don't hide yourself in regret. Just love yourself and you're set. I'm on the right track. Maybe I was born this I way. I, I know who it is. I, I can picture it? it in my head. Madonna born this way. No, it's uh, that lady. Correct song. Who wore Wrong the, singer. She wore the meat suit. The she meat wore the meat oh, suit. Oh, Lady Gaga. Yes. Lady Gaga is correct. <laughs> 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 Thanks, Texas Pete. You got, you I knew can who it was, but I, couldn't, I can only think of Madonna. Yeah. You know who you should call <laughs> next week? <laughs> Who's that? Brad Pitt poop. from Snatch. <laughs> Brad Pitt from Snatch. Well, we might. Let's see what's going on for next week. I don't know. We'll see if I can get his number. All right. Fair enough. Number one movie in the country, March 1st, 2011. I don't think you guys are going to get this. Give us the line. Uh, the tagline is I, okay. I looked for the tagline. I looked real hard. There's only one I could find, and it's not very helpful. Okay. Tagline is from the director of Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean. Three dead man's chest. It's good as guess as any, considering <laughs> how many clues you got. All right, uh, 2011. Uh, Little Nemo Two: Dory's Adventure. 
Close, but no, it's not it. I'll go ahead and read you the synopsis. You guys go ahead and yell it out. All right. A chameleon chameleon who has lived as a sheltered family pet finds himself in the grip of an identity crisis. He wonders how to stand out when it is nature to blend in. It's animated. When he accidentally winds up in a frontier town called Dirt, he takes his first step Uh, on a transformational journey as the town's new sheriff. I kind of can picture it. Yeah, I, no I have idea. no idea what the name is. So. I think it's going to be one of those when you hear the name, you're going to be like, oh, fuck, really? Yeah. What's, the, what's it begin with? What's the letter? R. Ringo's Revenge. You're so close. It's Ringo. It's Ringo, but I can't remember. No, so close. Rango. Rango is correct. <laughs> yes, we got there. Rungo. Rungo. <laughs> Another Rongo. Rango? Okay, Rango. Film classic. Johnny Depp playing his oh, character yeah. from fucking um, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, but he's a gecko. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's good to know. And then this day in history, March 1st, 1692, we're going back to Sarah Good, Sarah Osborne, and Tabua arrested for witchcraft in Salem, Massachusetts. Oh, wow. Start of a really, really cool time. Yeah. They, oh, yeah. Well, 1600s were wild, man. Do you ever notice how in school, like when we were growing up as little kids, they're like, and Columbus came in 1492, and you're like, oh, cool. And okay. It skips like okay. 1760. <laughs> Yeah, and they're like, and then anyway, so America started in 1770. Like, wait, 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 wait. What about this 300 years before? We, we like, don't have time. Between? We got to talk about the French and Indian War. Well, we covered Columbus. <laughs> <laughs> what happened in between? We had a lot of settlements fail and a lot of people died of cold. Any hoodles. So this game was released for PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360, developed by EA Canada and published by EA Sports. It is a single player boxing simulation with a story attached to a it. A box sim. Oh, you can't even play two pl- multiplayer online? Nothing. You can play multiplayer online. You can play like single fight stuff. But the game, from what I read, was built around the single player experience. Oh, okay. That's All fine. right, if you say so. Kind of like a Mike Tyson punch out. Exactly. And uh, I thought it was a very interesting thing here. Two things I, f- I find is very interesting because there was recently an article that came out that the new UFC game, like UFC 5 or whatever EA Sports is doing now. Mm-hmm. The article said it was the first mature EA sports game, but that's not the case because this was. Oh, yeah. How could you get a much mature, more mature. Yeah, Really? Uh, they drop a bunch of F-bombs and there's blood and stuff. And yeah. there's. But I mean, like this. They just don't want people to remember this game existed. That's why you can't download it. <laughs> Maybe. True. They're trying to erase it. Yeah. Like we think US, UFC 5 will sell better than Fight Night Champion did. So we're going to say it's the first one. Give it a little marketing, little marketing boost. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, since I picked this game, you guys want me to get into it? Just start talking about it? Yeah. Do it, bro. Set the stage. All right. So you play as a car, a car, a guy. (laughs) I was going to say as a character or a guy. (laughs) He plays a car named Tim Tater. You play as a car (laughs) named Skeeter. Wait, what was that car? You play as a guy by the name of Andre Bishop. (laughs) (laughs) You start the game. You're laying down. You're waking up from being knocked the fuck out off of a mat. And you quickly find out, well, we quickly find out that you are in some kind of prison botching, boxing match against another Jeez. inmate. Mm-hmm. I'll get it together. Yeah. I just got to keep talking. It's all right. And then you knock the dude out. Everything's cool. No, wrong. Because you get your ass kicked in the showers by the same inmate and his boys. Yeah. We're led to believe our white supremacist types, I assume. Yes. They don't have any of this. They have a bunch of tattoos. None of the popular ones, but we're, you know, they are. And you apparently have no friends. No, your only friend is your boy Ace, who's playing the uh, Mick role from Rocky as your trainer, I suppose. Right. So you survive this attack, but you're all fucked up. 
And then we immediately flash back four years ago, where you're this up-and-coming boxer, you're fighting this guy who is the eight-time amateur champion. His name's Joel Savon. I thought he was nine times. I was going to say, my notes say nine times. Yeah. Okay, nine times. Who cares? <laughs> the, I just love how they said in the game, like, this guy specifically didn't go pro so he could keep winning amateur championships. Like, what kind of fucking loser? <laughs> yeah. Never got signed. It's a bad attitude. Maybe. He's just such an asshole. No one wants to let him go pro. So he's like, all right, I'll just keep winning amateurs till someone makes me. (laughs) So the man doesn't belong in the amateur class, but he's staying there to win more. It's really cool. It's like that super senior thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then we get uh, an intro. Oh, sorry. Your your help. Your trainer there is a guy by the name of Gus Parisi. Yeah. Yeah. He's very much like Mickey in, in Rocky. Like. Pretty similar Same type of character. Everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's real close. It's pretty, yeah. I mean, yeah. So you get through uh, this intro, you get to this big deal promoter guy by the name of D.L. McQueen. Mm, he doesn't seem shady at all. Eclipse McQueen. Does, like, what is it with the white scarf? Like, is that a thing from the 80s? Like, is that, do you know what I mean? How, like, the promoter, he yeah, has, like, wants a, to be like, Don a, King. Yeah. Yeah, he's, it's supposed to be a Don King type without the wild hair. But he has like an overcoat and like a white scarf. And I don't know. I think it was an 80s thing. But anyway, he rocks that. And he's promoting this other boxer by the name of Frost, who's like, he's an Ivan Drago type. Mm-hmm. He was also dickhead. an amateur when you were. Yeah, you, you're you're kind of like coming through the ranks the same time as this Frost guy. You haven't fought him. The guy's managed by well, he's, heavyweight. he's heavyweight and you're middleweight yeah. in the beginning. Well, yes, but you're both coming up through the ranks. Yeah, you're both yeah. amateurs at this mm-hmm. point. You're, you're starting at the same time, kind of. So he tries to uh, recruit you and you're like, no, thanks. He brings his daughter, Megan, who apparently you guys all have a relationship with with he or or Megan. It's not super clear exactly what it was. I thought it was a relationship between Gus and and McQueen. Yeah. Yeah. Gus doesn't like him. He's a shady character. Gus does not like McQueen. We definitely see that there's some like tension here. They know each other. I'm sure there's a past between those two. But then at the same time, Megan's like, hey, guys. And she's like, oh, hey, what's going on, Megan? Fuck you, McQueen. Yeah. That's, you should mention that uh, Megan is voiced by Eliza Dushku, who may be the most representative person in our, in all of our podcasts. Most she voice. is in a lot of video games. I know she was in Buffy. She was in Wet. What else was she in? I mean, there's a Saints bunch. Saints Row. Oh, that's right. Saints this. Row. Got to be others. Um, maybe besides like Nolan North, but. We did a couple. Yeah. Whatever. So she's in this as, as the voice of Megan. And then, you know, uh, everyone likes Megan. She's fine. But anyway, Bishop eventually gets to the point where he goes pro after this amateur win. He wins a fight against some guy named Palmer and starts turning some heads. So people are starting to care about this new pro coming up named Andre Bishop. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then there was some kind of deal at the time with EA Sports and ESPN. And there was a really cool segment here where it's like ESPN Fight Night, the actual branded announcer on it. giving an update about frost and it was pretty sharp i thought it was pretty neat it was and then bishop just you know you keep fighting the game's fighting um during these boxing matches um sometimes things in the narrative happen which affect the fight like there's going to be a fight coming up where you break your hand and like you can't use your right for the rest of the fight right stuff like that but uh you know you keep fighting you you screw up you screw up you you keep fighting you fuck up this guy named mike Walker and another guy named Wilfred Rosario, bunch of other dudes, and we get cut, a cutscene where you meet your little brother Raymond, who is also training there, 
And he's a little bit behind you in his career. He's working his way up through amateurism, but he's in a different weight class. He's a heavyweight. Yeah, but he's pretty good, too. He's good. He's like four or five inches taller than Andre, too. So it makes sense that he's in a different class. Mm -hmm. And they were basically, we find out they were basically raised by Gus after their parents died. Uh, Gus was actually Andre and Raymond's father's trainer. Right, right. Yep. Megan pops in to try and recruit you again, and they're like, no, no, thank you. Like, we like you and you're great, but your dad's kind of a dick and no thanks. Right. Keep fighting. Fight a guy named Keyshawn Hayes. And then uh, again, McQueen shows up at the gym, runs into Bishop, and he's like, look, Andre Bishop, you're winning some fights. I'm going to be your promoter. And Bishop's like, no, no, like, no, like, this is the third time now where we're telling you no. I'm with Gus. Yeah, You work with my daughter or else. You don't know who you're fucking with. Yeah, we forgot to mention that, but yeah. <laughs> but this McQueen guy's daughter, Megan, who's showing up and also trying to recruit them, she's also got some fighters under her wing. She's kind of getting into the family business of fight management and promotion, mm-hmm. but she has like her own set of fighters that she handles, and McQueen has his. Yeah, but she, he's like trying to get him for her, which is weird. Yeah, he's he's like, you should join up with my daughter. Like, I know, I think it was part of like, I know you guys fucking hate me, but you guys like Megan. Why don't you join up with Megan? That's how he starts his courtship. But mm-hmm. at this point, that he's been told no three times, he's pissed. Mm-hmm. He's like, you had no idea what I, like, you've really screwed up. Fuck you. Like, this is, you have no idea, blah, blah, And he leaves all huffy and puffy. wonder if that's going to come back. I don't, I don't know. Maybe. So then you have this big fight against a, a guy named Ricardo Alvarez. He's a top 15 middleweight. So this is a big deal. Good yeah. stuff. And then Bishop, you win, going 11-0 in your professional record. You are... This is this is the point in the story. This is like the high. Like you're at the top of the game. Well, don't forget, Gus is like, you gotta knock him out because he paid off the guys. You're not gonna win by a decision. Is that this one? Oh, I thought that was I thought this No, one I thought was that was later. Oh, maybe. That was I think when you come back as a heavyweight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought he did but it. But it wouldn't surprise me if he's done it more than once. So yeah. maybe he did it here and I missed it. He's real shady. Yeah, because I just real I shady. accused McQueen of fixing the bout, but whatever. Maybe that was the Alvarez fight. Okay. Whatever. Doesn't matter. Keep going. Don't matter. Mm-hmm. And then in the story here, big pivotal moment. Andre Bishop's training late at night. Two mafia looking goons show up. Oh, mm-hmm. they and they're guns. like, hey, you made a mistake not signing with McQueen. We're going to show you what's up. And they start punching you. Then one dude pulls out a gun and, you know, you're Andre Bishop. You're a professional boxer. So you fuck these guys up. But then they finally get on top of you. They both like cuff you and you're like, what the fuck? And they're like, oh, hey, we're cops. Uh, you just assaulted an officer. I can't so. believe they didn't have any cameras in that shop. It's, it's small time. They're no McQueen money, dude. Dude, this is 2011. They're no McQueen money. Buy a ring. <laughs> they have a ring. Oh. The ring camera. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, so you made like squared circle. No, 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 no. I meant the camera. <laughs> nice. And then we get back to where we started in the beginning of the game, right after you got your ass kicked in prison, because you you went to jail because these dirty cops framed you, and it was your word against theirs, and they're cops. So they're like, yeah, he did all this shit. Mm, Bastards. So you start, like, healing, getting back together. You start doing a bunch of sweet workout montages, Mm because we can't not have workout montages. (laughs) That'd be Mm -hmm. ridiculous. And then you recover, and Ace, your prison trainer... I guess trainer. I don't know. Like ring man. Is that what they call him? He's not promoter. Yeah, he does set up the fight. He does set him up, but I think there's another term for that guy. I want to say like ring man, but I forget. That sounds all right. Whatever. We'll go with that. Just call him Ace. His Mick. His Mick. He's from Rocky. He's your Gus on the inside. He's your inside Gus. Exactly. (laughs) 
and uh, he's like, hey, um, I got you another fight with these white supremacists. He doesn't say white supremacists. They don't want to put white supremacy in the game, but they're white supremacists, like we said. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So he's like, look, I got you a rematch, but here's the catch. It's bare knuckle, and you keep fighting until someone collapses and basically no can't refs. go anymore. No refs. You j no, no rounds. You just keep punching. So it's MMA, right? Like, that's just... We call no, it. MMA has rounds. And that's kicking. That's they do. And they have, like... Well, I guess you can't kick people, but... Yeah. What's gonna stop you? This is schoolyard boxing. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you do that, and you fuck them up. So, eventually, you know, a little bit of time passes, and your brother Raymond comes to visit you in prison, and he's like, hey, um, wanted you to hear this from me, but I signed with McQueen. And I ditched Gus, because Gus couldn't get me anywhere. And it's like, oh, the money changed him type situation. Yeah, wearing, Dude, your brother's got to get... Like, he's wearing bling and shit. He definitely needs to chill the fuck out here. Like, oh, my brother signed with somebody who's making money. What the fuck? Yeah, it was, it was supposed to be played like... It's like, how could you betray he, Gus? Yeah, Gus doesn't do shit. Yeah, like, you betrayed Gus and you betrayed our family. It would have... I think it would have hit a lot more if we had any idea what the relationship was or what McQueen did to their father... Yeah, yeah. Because we have no idea. We just know that Gus hates him. That's well, it. We also know Gus sucks at his job because he never got his dad or his brother a, a title fight. Oh, right. That's true. <laughs> well, I don't, maybe they were. I don't know. I don't know what his father maybe did. They, they don't talk enough. about his father. Yeah. Oh, that he was a boxer and he's he's out of the picture. He's dead. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just think it's ridiculous for him to be that upset about it. Like basically, just someone's him. He's like, get out of here. Whatever. Like I, I, I agree with you. I yeah. He's like, he just gets up and leaves. He doesn't want to talk to Raymond anymore. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and I agree with you. I mean, ultimately, Raymond has to do his best for Raymond. But you, your character, Andre Bishop, saw this as a betrayal to Gus and the family. Right. Like, that's just, yeah. So, well, dude, he's in jail. Prison, I mean, but. look, there's another part that comes later. That's very <laughs> confusing as well, like this. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll move past it for now. Yeah, but okay. so you flash forward like four or five more years. I think it was four more years. It might have been five. Dude, that's a long time for assault. So it's like eight years. And he for had assault. An unregistered weapon and shit. They planted a gun on him. Uh -huh. Yeah, but that's like unregistered weapon isn't a thing. It is if he's in New York. Oh no, he's in Philly. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, whatever. We'll just this doesn't have to take place in the real world. Yeah, exactly. I think it's set in the real world. It is because it is Philly. <laughs> you just you just talked about ESPN being in it. Whatever. I know, but. I don't think an unregistered firearm is a real thing. Like, if you scrape off a serial number, it's a it's a problem. Maybe that's what it is. But they just said, I don't know. They planted a gun on him and said he attacked cops. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, so he's <laughs> finally out of prison, and Raymond got you a job as, like, an assistant trainer at the gym, and Under Bishop's kind of like... Yeah. Yeah. All right. Just checking. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was basically like, look, he'll be an assistant trainer. Basically, he's, like, a little bit better than a janitor. Yeah, yeah. But Andre Bishop, he's been like broken down. He's like, look, not a lot of people are hiring convicts or ex-cons. Yeah. So I should be grateful for this. Like I got a job. Right. Yeah. But Queen could be a, a lot job worse. either way. Yeah. Even though he put you in prison. But yeah, for real. But see, OK, so here's the part that really confuses me. So McQueen shows up to the ring, obviously, because Raymond's one of his guys. Mm -hmm. And he shows up with Franco, who was one of the guys that framed you. Mm -hmm. And McQueen's like, hey, this guy, uh, I know you've been at, you, you've been in there for a while. He's retired now, and now he's working for me. Yeah, He just wants to make sure you knew it was him. Yeah. But here's the thing. The way they play this is like Andre doesn't, or Andre or Raymond or anybody doesn't put it together that 
McQueen orchestrated the frame up. You know, like it's just this guy was the guy that framed you. Now he's working for McQueen. And like, shouldn't someone be like, wait a minute, that's the guy that fucking made up those charges and arrested me. Well, he knew that. Yeah. I mean, Andre knew that. Andre knew that. I'm sure Raymond knew he would have arrested him. He probably would have told him at some point. But if this is the guy, okay, if you're working for McQueen, McQueen hires the cop that arrested your brother and framed him, and you're still like, yeah, McQueen's cool. That's the part that really confuses me. Yeah. Like, we're supposed to believe in this moment that Raymond and Bishop, or Raymond and Andre, have no idea, like, they're not connecting the dots that McQueen had something to do with throwing you in prison. Well, Raymond, I mean, Andre knows. Well, yeah. But he's, they're playing it like he doesn't. No, he's just not, what's he got to say? Because the cop even said something to him. It was yeah, cocky. I don't remember what he said. Yeah, something like, oh, I see you're out. You're on the straight and narrow now, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. Like, uh, like uh, fuck you. But, but I don't know. I, I figured, like, through the fact that he immediately quit the force and worked for him, they would have put it together that, I mean, oh, it was that's eight years. Weird. It doesn't have to be immediately. Five. Whatever. <laughs> it was eight from when he got arrested. Oh, okay. Four from when he got his ass kicked in prison, and then another four till now. Any hoodles. A uh, little bit of time passes. We're back at the gym later on, and Raymond is training with some guy by the name of Brooks. And he hits Raymond low, and Andre's like, hey, fucking easy, buddy. Like, mm-hmm. you're sparring. You don't need to punch somebody in the dick. And Brooks just talks so much shit. Like, so much shit at Andre. Um, which I think is kind of crazy, because you're in a boxing gym. Which, yeah. I guess, you get the mo- the machismo is in there, but at the same time, it's like, anyone in here could probably punch me real good. And you did hit him in low. I mean, it's not like... Yeah. Yeah, he did. He did do that. So, Brooks keeps talking shit. Brooks was apparently one of Megan's guys... And keeps talking shit, keeps talking shit. And Andre's like, all right, let's fucking fight. So he gets in the ring. They they start sparring a little bit. And you knock Brooks the fuck out. Yeah, go Andre. And this is someone who hasn't fought in eight years. He beats the shit out of Brooks. So Megan comes up to him after. And he's like, look, I, I can't lose this job. I'm sorry. And she's like, no, Brooks is an asshole. Like, how about, you know, we get you a job as a sparring partner. And Andre's like, oh. Like, yeah, like it's a it's a promotion. I get to like fight and spar and like help train. It's yeah, definitely. So he starts doing that. He ends up sparring and fucking up two other guys that are both heavyweights. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's when Megan's like, yo, you still got something in the tank. How about I get you a fight and we see like what happens here? And you're like, yeah, um, remember, I fucking hate your dad and he's a prick and I don't want to do it. And she's like, yeah, I don't. I don't mess with him anymore. We've, uh, we're not like, we're not connected Except anymore. Except they use the same training facilities. I know. I don't understand what that's all about, but <laughs> maybe they, they didn't want to like model another ring, another gym. Yeah. And then she's like, we broke up over philosophical differences. So she's like, you want to be a fighter? You're like, yeah, I guess. And then out of nowhere, Gus just shows up. He's like, hey, I'm back out of retirement. Hey, <laughs> I wrote down Gus shows up. Get the fuck out of here. He just comes back yeah. for you, buddy. Yeah. What is crazy is like, I don't want to be that guy, but when you're, you're an older, Gus, Gus has to be like 70, right? At least. Even in the beginning, he's got to be near his 80s now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like 70 to 80, that's a big drop off. And he still looks exactly the same. He's like, hey, let's do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he trained your dad like 40 years ago. <laughs> he's, yeah, and he just won't die. God bless him. So you're now got a real trainer. You now got a fight. You're a heavyweight. You get through another training montage because we got to have those. Mm-hmm. And uh, you go down to Mexico City, you fight a guy named Chavez, you fight a guy named Raul Castillo, you kick everyone's ass, and then we get another TV segment which has Frost on it, and at this point, after all this time has passed, 
Frost is the big time number one guy in the heavyweight class. Yeah, he's at, he has the title and he's never lost. He's at all KOs. Yeah, he's a like apparently in this universe one of the best fighters that ever existed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you get back from Mexico after those fights, and uh, Megan tells you that hey, um, don't mean to be that, but I'm pretty sure my dad's the guy that set you up and sent you to prison. Now let me shave you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly what happened <laughs> that is what happens i don't know how they got to there but you're like anyway get a haircut but i thought it was interesting that bishop's like it doesn't matter like what's done is done yeah. i'm just trying to like keep my head down and, and survive like i don't well, dude he did eight whatever. years in prison i'm pretty sure me? he's over it are these two kind of like meshing like hooking up they gotta add that into the game for some reason yeah right yeah there's definitely some like there's they're vibing for sure mm-hmm. they were since the beginning of it when she was trying to recruit them yeah um but i did write in my notes here like Which means like Eight years, you can't get over it and go somewhere else. Yeah, I guess. She's still single. Hmm. Still single. None of my business. Nope, but nope. I did write in my notes here, like, after she tells you, I'm pretty sure my dad had you set up. I just have him bold, like, are, are, are we not supposed to know this? Like, is it supposed <laughs> to be a surprise? Um, and then the you keep reveal. fighting boxers. Bishop, is. this is where he breaks his hand and still wins a fight with just his left. Uh Frost keeps getting asked questions about fighting the bishops for some reason, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, I don't know how that came up. He's like the best boxer in history, and they keep asking him about uh, other stupid things. Yeah, like, when are you going to fight Andre? And he's like, fucking, what? I'm the. And he, rightfully, he's mad. He's a huge dick about it. But at the same time, he's like, how about we talk about my accomplishments and what I've done? Like, when are you going to fight Raymond Bishop? You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, he's a complete asshole. I just had my 30th straight KO, and you're asking me about some random dude. Who's like, I, I guess in the boxing world in this universe, like, this is a real, like, feel-good story of this guy who was in prison coming back. Yeah, there's only three good boxers in this universe. <laughs> I guess so. There's, like, a bunch of dudes that are pretty good, and then three standouts. Anyway, Frost is doing a great job at being the heel. Mm-hmm. Like, great job at being... A nightmare. And then Megan says, all right, we're getting some wins. Uh, McQueen has agreed to let you fight one of his guys, Kobe Nichols. So this is when we have during the flight, during the fight, a low blow is called. You lose a point. Um, I'm not going to go into like how boxing and points and decisions are done because I'm going to be honest. I don't know. It's all ways for them to fix who wins. I think it really is. But I guess each round, it, from what I understand, you, you fight 10 rounds. They're three minutes each. Normally 10 rounds, three minutes each. And um, each round you get scored on a point system by the judges between one and 10. So when you get a low blow, that automatically means you're down a point, which means the highest any judge can give you is a nine. Yeah, some bullshit like that. But it's usually like when you see the final scores and like winners, that's what they mean by decision. One person has more points than the other from the judges. It's it's always very close. It's like 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 1, 9, 10, 10, 10, 10, 1, 9. And it's very it's always very close. Mm-hmm. So the low blow gets called. It wasn't a low blow. And then this is where you realize that the ref is in McQueen's pocket. And then Gus is like, you got to knock out Kobe. Like, there's no other way to win this. You're not going to win by decision. Ref's going to keep calling ticky-tack bullshit. The only way you can win is by knocking him out. So you do that. You kick his ass. You knock him out. And then, for some reason, I don't understand how we get to this section, but you now have a meeting with McQueen, with Andre and Raymond and Megan's there. I assume Raymond wanted this, because uh, I guess McQueen kind of mentions it. He's like, this wasn't my idea. Yeah. And then he's also, but why does Andre go to the meeting, I guess, is my question. Is it because yeah. Raymond asked him, maybe? Maybe. Because it's a chance to fight another top tenner. Yeah. But I get, like, Raymond's like, yo, I need this, like, 
I, I this I don't know if he like lost previously or his career wasn't as like it wasn't I as think high it's of a trajectory. Just a way to build hype and then have the winner of this go against the champion. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like professional wrestling. He does. Yeah, Raymond wants to fight Isaac just as much as yeah Andre. And the figure since they're both good, the winner of this should have enough uh, credentials. Yeah. Okay, so here's my question. I don't exactly know how boxing works. As far as you punch people, <laughs> obviously. Well, yes, yes. But like, so if you have the title, you want it because you beat the last guy that had the title mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or they're like playoffs and no, it no. reaches to if the, if it's forfeited. I yeah. Think I they think that, that, yeah, if something special happens then, but yeah, it's not like the world series no. where different, where it starts over. Right. But basically does that mean that if you beat, if you're in a title fight, you beat the guy you now have the title. So do you just get to choose who you fight for the title and you just get you have to fight like the best boxers around? Or? I think you have to defend it so many times in a certain time. Yeah. Frame. But yeah, you do, I think you do get a choice, yeah. but it is. But you're not going to go against scrubs. Yeah. Right. Of course. Because you have to, like everyone's going to be coming for you. You're going to fight the best if you're in, in holding real, the title. In real boxing, there's like thousands of different, not thousands, but different kinds of organizations. So you can have the heavyweight title from one. Yeah. And not have it for another, but. Oh, yeah. It's not like the NFL where there's one governing body. Yeah. It, it's right. tons. You never watched wrestling as a kid? Yeah, dude. <laughs> no. No, I did not. Oh, okay. I just, it, the, the part, like, what happens, too, if, like, you have the title? Like, is there X number of fights where you're just, like, the world champ and you don't ever have to defend the title and you can, like, retire? Or do you just keep fucking fighting until you lose? Well, you can retire, but then the title's yeah. up for grabs and then they do, like, probably Probably a round robin, double blind elimination sack race. <laughs> Something like that. On consecutive Sundays. Yeah. Actually, it's probably King of the Ring. No, probably. <laughs> That'd be crazy in boxing. It's a ladder match. It's a ladder match <laughs> in boxing. TLC, tables, ladders, and chairs. Yeah. In a cage. Okay. Hell in the cell. <laughs> it's 12 dudes in an 8 by 10 cell. You mm-hmm. got it. The bunk's also in there, so You've it gets weird. wrestling. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Where were we? <laughs> <laughs> Any hoodles. So you, it's it's time for the fight. It's time for the fight that they did that they have called the sib the sibling rivalry. Bishop takes bishop. Bishop Whoa. versus bishop. It's like the rumble in the jungle, but they're calling it the sibling the sibling rivalry. You're fighting your it's brother. Not even a rivalry. It's like whatever. I know. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. They need to call it something. Yeah. I'm sorry. I also forgot to mention this that I don't think I did. You were a middleweight. You went to prison. You got out of prison. Now yeah. you're a heavyweight. Yeah, you we, got we jacked. talked about yeah. that. It's been brought up <laughs> in case I wasn't clear. Now that's why you're fighting your brother who's in a different weight class, but you're in the fight. No, uh, first off, before, before the get fight, on with it. Jesus God. <laughs> about? I'm trying. I'm trying. You're, you're I'm trying. trying. Your brother was like, I don't want to be the big baby, but when he goes in the fight, his shorts say big baby. Well, yeah. Well, he didn't want to be, but that's his name. He's but really, it's so funny to me. Like he didn't of, have to put it on his shorts. <laughs> true. True. <laughs> that's true. I guess like people kept calling him big baby and he just, I guess embraced the nickname. Yeah. Being like, I'm taking ownership of this now. Yeah. <laughs> he should have been King Baby. I think King Baby's better. But anyway. Boss baby. Clown baby. Clown baby. Now we're talking. So if I may, mm-hmm. I guess until I think of something. The fight starts. You mm-hmm. go at it. Bishop. Hey, Bishop. Andre gets hit in the head. He gets he's get he's he's dazed. He's like a little out of it. Definitely some CTE going on. Mm-hmm. And then I think. And and you guys clear this up for me, but I think at this point he kind of just loses on purpose. I, yeah, I put Andre throws the fight so his brother can have the shot. Yeah, according yeah. to the wiki, he didn't get up for the tenth count. He it looked like he could, him. but he didn't want yeah. to. 
Yeah. And, and he was like, well, I'm fucking dazed. Like it's no one's going to question this, yeah. whatever. And he gave it to he gave it to his brother. So your brother so, has the title shot. Now your brother's got the title shot. It's going to be Frost versus Big Baby. <laughs> and uh, I thought it was really interesting because in this point in the game, you now fight as Frost. Yeah, that was pretty cool. As Frost, you beat the shit out of Raymond. <laughs> it's not even close. <laughs> yeah. it, it, it's one of the worst. But like, just, I've seen Mike Tyson fight last longer than this. Yeah, like that 42 second McNeely fight he had when he got out of prison. Yeah. Which I don't know where I pulled that from, but. <laughs> But yeah, he, he, he Frost destroys him in like the first round. Yeah, he sends him to the fucking hospital. And I, I also this. OK, so my question here is, I know they got to go for the title fight like Frost needs people to fight. But why would McQueen let one of his fighters like, is that a common thing where, where McQueen owns two different fighters and they fight for the title? Dude, I, I, I don't know yeah, if it's common, like, but yeah, if you have a lot of high up. Fight boxers, I guess. It's and not I guess like, like professional wrestling where the four horsemen won't fight each other for the championship. <laughs> Sorry for keep bringing in the wrestling <laughs> analogy. <laughs> all I know. <laughs> well, I mean, wrestling and its structure was is loosely based on how boxing works. Right. Boxing better fixing their matches. Boom. Yeah, for sure. So anyway, McQueen lets it happen. And then uh, I, I don't know. My, my question was basically like, why did McQueen let this happen? Get one of his fighters disabled, sent to the hospital. Was it just to get back at Andre? Be like, see, I fucking own you. No, I don't think it, I didn't get that at all. I figured Raymond just wanted the title fight. Or was it just to make like money and he didn't give a shit about Raymond at all? Raymond wanted the title fight. He had earned it. He had his chance and then he got fucked up. Yeah. It's not like it's not like Isaac Frost was trying to hurt him. I mean. It's boxing, so you're trying to hurt them. But well, am I reading into this too much? Where I, I think so. he's yeah. trying to get back at Andre through Raymond. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think so. He already got back at Andre. Andre spent eight years in jail. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, okay, so we'll move on to the most ridiculous part of this story. Yeah. So Megan goes to her dad, and she's like, "All right, well, you saw what happened with Raymond fighting Frost. It's time for Andre to go against Frost." And he's like, "Fuck no! Like absolutely yeah, not." How does she think that's gonna work? He, yeah, he just lost to Raymond. Yeah. Why would you think he would be next in line for the title? Yeah, he would have to take down a couple more fighters before he even... Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Gosh, especially if someone's, like, coming up and is, like, 20-0, and 30-0. Yeah. Like, they got... It's their turn in line. So, you, they either got to go through Raymond or, I guess, Andre at this point. If that fight was for the... Whatever. I'm not going to get in the box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't understand <laughs> how this works. Look, she wants the fight. McQueen mm-hmm. says, No. So she's like, okay, cool. So she sets her phone to record, leaves it in the room. He can obviously see this is happening. I know, right? Yeah, like, I don't know how he didn't see how this was happening. Like, she clearly, like, had her phone, hit a button, and put it down, and then left the room. And one of the worst mind... It's like a Jedi mind trick here coming (laughs) out. Yeah, because she had her suspicions that McQueen um, framed Andre. On the way out, she sees Franco, that retired cop that's now his security come in. And she's like, hey, uh, yo, my dad's going to throw you under the fucking bus for that frame job you did for Bishop later. And she keeps and she leaves. Yeah. <sighs> Let's him sit with that. So he walks into the room. Franco does and goes, dude, what the fuck? You're going to you're going to throw me under the bus for that frame job. Like this was all you. You planned this. You told me to do this. And he's like, dude, what are you? McQueen's like, what are you talking about? Like, she doesn't know shit. Like, she, there's no way she knows anything. She walks back in the room like, hey, I forgot my phone. Oh, yeah. By the way, I recorded all this. And she played it back. And she's like, so the fight's happening, right? That's and the queen's like, fuck. It would be funny if she came back in, she replays it, and it's like, it's none of it's there. She's like, yeah. oh. oh, I hit the wrong button. <laughs> I do that all the time. But to think that the conversation that they had 
I watched the video. I don't think they said anything that actually implicated themselves in doing anything. He's like, you're going to throw me under the bus? He's like, no, I'm not. And she's like, oh, I got it all on tape. Oh, you mean like it, you don't think that's a good enough confession that he threw yeah, him under? that would never send him in court. Well, it's a legally recorded thing. It's not, but not in all states. I don't know where they are now. Well, yeah, it's going to be in all states because she's not a party in either of those conversations. She's just randomly recording some other guy's office. Oh, I see what you're saying. Uh, so it's not like two party consent yeah, or single or party consent. Party. It's zero party consent. Yeah. It's like a bug she planted in his office. Not to mention that I don't think they say anything that would even remotely prove that they I did think it. she works for the FBI. Amy, you think? She's undercover. Undercover as a boxing promoter? <laughs> undercover as his daughter. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's the long game, man. Let me tell you what. The FBI got to her when she was a baby. <laughs> yeah. I saw a Star Trek where they did that and they like uh, plastic surgery the one girl into looking like it. <laughs> All right. We're almost done. Let's. Yeah. Yeah. yeah let's go okay. We'll power show. through it here. Jesus Christ. So it's, it's go time now. It's Frost versus Andre Bishop at the MGM Grand in Las Vegas. The plan with Gus is like, hey, this Frost guy's a goddamn animal. Um, you need to go like three rounds, tire him out. Don't let him get in any good shots. He's going to get frustrated. He's going to start making mistakes, but you got to survive. I don't like know how three. Gus gets this info. I don't know. Especially. Film. Yeah, but the guy knocks everybody out. But he sees him getting tired in the third round. So <laughs> okay. Anyway, the fight goes on. It's a big dramatic moment. And long story short, obviously you beat the shit out of Frost. And I thought it was a really cool, nice cut back to Ace in prison, watching the fight with the two white supremacists. Oh, they're going to beat the shit out of Ace, because Ace has got to be like 70 also. Right. Oh, yeah. They might have a little respect for him or something, though. Maybe, but like Ace is jumping up. He's like, yeah, yeah, you guys owe me money now. And they're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. But it was a nice shout out back to Ace. Uh, it sucks he's still in prison. But yeah, right. God knows what he did. Yeah, dude. <laughs> That, he was there before him, and he's still in like, there. oh, I killed 90 elderly people. Like, Jesus, Ace. Yeah. That's like four years. <laughs> Should be. So, big moment. Everybody's celebrating. And then Franco immediately gets arrested here because we assume the tape got to the cops. Not just arrested. FBI taken. Yeah. I don't know how the FBI gets jurisdiction here either. I don't know. I mean, was this the only thing I can think about, and I am pulling from the ether here. They didn't say anything about this, but... Was there already like an investigation going on about McQueen? No, she had airtight recording of them saying stuff. Yeah. But I think it's kind of snitchy when you're like, hey, the fight's happening. I have this blackmail, right? And they're like, fuck, okay. They give you what you want. And they're like, wait, and you still turned us in? Yeah, it's very snitchy. But she says that. And then she's like, I didn't turn you in. Andre did. Still. Still. Boom. And then anyway. Well, fuck DL. Well, yeah, fuck DL. I'm not saying not fuck DL, but it's a little snitchy. Anyway, the game ends immediately right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's no. a great ending. Loved yeah. it. Yeah, you end with the big fight. That's it. I can't wait for Fight Night Champion 2. <laughs> That's it. That's the game. We did it. We got through it. We're awesome. It was a fucking long one. I don't know how you did that. Well, we should have stopped interrupting him, but <laughs> yeah, there's just things that bothered me. <laughs> That's okay. Well, that's what we talk through them to get a good score. It's what we have to do. That's the process. Some games take longer than others. Right. Fair. But let's roll through it. Let's get some final scores here. And we're going to start with, uh, I don't know, Dr. Scientist. All right. So um, did watching this video make you want to be a champion of fight night? Did the story work for you or was it a little bit light? And uh, what score out of 27 stars you think you'd pick with all your might? It's not bad. I've had you. way worse. Yeah, At least that rhymed and made sense. How many out of 27 stars do you see tonight? 
Oh god damn that would that was good. You're just you just wax poetic more than you do. <laughs> I just kind of got through like I shot for mid tier there. Yeah, you and got I think it. I you nailed, nailed it. it then. Good job. Uh, would I play it? Probably not. Did the story work for me? I mean, it wasn't the general idea. Some of the execution is terrible. Like the framing to get the fight that was completely. I don't know. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Fair. The fact that well, I mean, the frame job itself was ridiculous. Not saying it doesn't happen, but come on. It's just... Then he gets his hand broken in prison, comes back, does all the training montages. He fights his way back up. Now he's champion. We got to wait for the next one when he fights Frost again. I also don't know how Frost fucked his brother up so bad. Like, really? It just looked like a normal boxing match. Yeah. It didn't even look like his brother was trying, but then you were losing your brother before he took the fall. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. took one in the temple, and you were dazed. Like, uh, yeah, you got your bell wrong. I guess it's just like, whatever. Well, we'll say it again. We don't know much about boxing. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's supposed to be like, oh, you're doing this for a reason. And Frost, I, I don't know. Some parts were just unbelievably no, Frost there. could always hospitalize people. He just chose to that time. No, I mean, we all, <laughs> obviously that wasn't meant to happen, but I don't think Frost cares, but I guess that makes him a good boxer. Mm-hmm. I, it could have been better. Mm-hmm. I wish, I wish it was better, <laughs> but I'll give it. I mean, it's not terrible. I'll give it four stars. Okay. That's probably the best sports game we've done. It's respectable. Yeah, we haven't done many. I mean, it's definitely better than the Madden one we did. Jesus Christ. Has to be. I don't even know if we did. We did that four years ago. Yeah, sounds about right. Seems like last week. Just got out of my mind and you brought it right back. (laughs) I still can picture him singing with his guitar. I still have dreams about it sometimes. Madden Longshot Homecoming. Maybe there's, I think there's a Madden Longshot Homecoming too. Uh oh. Are we going to see it? Spooky season. Spooky season. Yeah, but four stars. That's Game's I get it. so bad, it's fucking terrifying. But there you go. Four stars from Dr. Scientist. How about you there, Sir Chumpslap? Mm-hmm. Did uh, watching this video make you want to be a fight night champion? Mm-hmm. Did the story work for you? Or do you think you're not a good enough champion? Oh, <laughs> beautiful. And what score would you give this champion? 27 stars would you get for this from Father Campion. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> was it too good? You can say. I thought it was spot on. It was definitely an extreme. It was scotch worthy. But thank you. <laughs> thank you. No, I wouldn't play it. I'm not a big boxing fan, boxing game fan, boxing fan, any of the whatever, boxing movie fan. So, no. Did the story work for me? I mean, yeah. It was it was a story. Had me intrigued when he was in jail. And you're like, how'd he get in jail? And then he goes out and you're like, okay, well, I didn't see that coming. I didn't think he was going to be set up. Mm-hmm. And he comes out and he's, but the whole boxing thing with the, he, his brother beats him. That was his first loss. Mm-hmm. As and, a heavyweight, yeah. Yeah. And then somehow he gets to fight the fucking champion again. And then the champion's not really nice about it. He like says something like, how's your brother? And then he spits on his glove before he, they touch gloves. I don't know. If, it was very nice of him to ask about his brother. Yeah, but the spitting on gloves thing, come on, man. Is that something they don't do in boxing? I'm pretty sure it's frowned upon if it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's it's boxing. There's a lot of fluids going around, but I suppose you don't need to make more, especially yeah. when that glove's going to be hitting his face. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't like that part, but eh, it was all right. So... Out of 27 stars, how many stars does this get? Mm-hmm. I'm going to be a little more generous than 
scientist. And I'm going to, I'm going to give it five. It's just okay. the, the whole blackmail part just rubbed me wrong. Yeah. I didn't really think about it before, but yeah, it's pretty lame. Well, she was a pretty lame character. Yeah. She the was. whole time. But yeah, she was mostly just there as like, I don't want to say just as a romantic lead. I mean, she had a part in the story, but she was just like, all her stuff was behind the scenes. Like I got you a fight. Now you have a fight. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been more interesting to see how she got the fucking fight, you know. But, yeah, that's why I gave it a five. All right, great. Well, uh, it's my turn now. So do you have any questions for me, Sir Chomslap? Sure. Let me think of something quick. Okay. Did watching this video make you want to throw down some fisticuffs? Okay. Was the story pretty good or could it have used more fisticuffs? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) I thought I had this rhyme in my head, but it didn't come. And out of 27 stories, stories, how many, 27 stars, how many would you give this Fight Night champion to cut? To, that's tough. Thanks for asking. Did watching this video make me want to play it? I mean, not really play this specifically, but it kind of made me want to play a boxing game, maybe a little. I mean, I remember playing Fight Night the first one, and that was fun. And I was like, man, I haven't played a boxing game forever. So maybe, but... Play VR. Yeah, they have that one. They have Creed Rise to Glory, which I think I own and never played. I hear it's a fucking workout. <laughs> awesome. I could use a couple LBs, so. Low blows? Yes. Pounds. I could lose a couple pounds. It wouldn't hurt. You know? So anyway, uh, um, did the story work for me? I mean, I think it was fine. I think it was cliche. Um, I, I didn't. I mean, I found myself rooting for Andre and rooting against Frost, but that was pretty much it. Like, mm-hmm. Gus was fine. Megan, Megan was kind of cool, whatever. But McQueen was the villain. Like it was so cliche and it was so paint by numbers and everyone was clearly the villain or the good guy. Villains were cartoonishly evil. Good guys are oppressed. It's nothing we haven't seen before in, in, in any kind of boxing movie. I mean, it's Rocky. It's kind of like Rocky, except he goes to prison and he wins <laughs> and he wins. So what score would I give it? I'm going to be nicer. I, I think like it wasn't anything special, I but I don't think it was bad. It was just kind of boring. Yeah. Um, I think it would have been a lot more fun to play and kind of have this story kind of stringing these fights along. Like it'd be enough to be like, oh, OK, well, now I get to fight. Let's see what happens. But just as a standalone story, it's really nothing special. It's certainly not the worst we've ever seen. I was a little bit more generous, and I went with a seven. Okay. All right. What is that overall? Overall, that gives us a final score of 16. Mm. It's not terrible. No, it's got to be top five of the season. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we gave uh, 15 to the 11th hour a couple weeks ago, Mm. a couple months ago, back in July. We gave a 16 to Fear 3. I remember both of those. And then we gave a 17 to Atlantis, The Lost Tales. I remember all of those. It was right in there. Yeah, right around there. Perfect. System's perfect. Yeah. So makes total sense. Absolutely. So I guess you know if we got nothing else to say about this, we can go ahead and move into our favorite segment of every week, which is Doctor Scientist Radical Pokemon Lock of the Way. Ding ding. He's got the Pokemon in one side. Let's see what he says. Boners. All right. Every week we ask Doctor Scientist for one percent guaranteed amazing Pokemon Lock of the Week, and he's never let us down. This week, Doctor Scientist, what do you got for us? Well. I'm just going to do the best steel type Pokemon. Steel. Yeah. Basically, steel they're type. Pokemon made out of metal. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're, they're incredibly defensive powerhouses. Weak to only a couple of things. But I'm going to go with coolest steel type Pokemon, Lucario. Lucario. L U C. He's one of my top 10. A R I O. He's pretty cool. He's like a steel dog type Pokemon. It's fighting well, I mean, fits in with the theme of today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At a whopping 311. Yep. 
But he'd kick your ass, Papa Scotch. Damn, 311 and 119, that's a dense thing. It'd be like kicking a bowling ball. It's made out of steel. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Good oh, point. Yeah. Good point. Of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah. A mega stone of Luc- Lucarionite? Yeah, that would make this the mega Lucario. Which he can become, yeah. And he gets uh, four inches of height there. He goes up to 4'3 and 126.8 pounds. I'd like to see you box a 4'3 and 126. I don't even know how you could. Like, I'd have to worry about low blows unless they're, like, jumping in the air and getting in my level and punching me in the face, which they probably could. Probably. Yeah, I wouldn't want to mess with that little dude. No. Yeah, yeah I mean, steel-type Pokemon's kind of kind of suck anyway, but he's cool. Okay. He's got you think maybe, on his uh, chest. Yeah. Why don't you give us, give us a little taste? Do you think maybe he might make the team in the end of the year? Oh, man, I haven't even thought about that in like four months. Oh. Probably not. <laughs> All right. Everyone's going to be waiting. Everyone's going to be waiting for that team. I'm hoping everybody forgets. Well, no, we're not going <laughs> to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, there you go. Pokemon Lock of the Week, Lucario. 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 Any way you want to say it, bro. Lucario, right. except for that way. <laughs> That'll take us right into our favorite segment of every week, which is Sir Chomp Slaps. This, who are that? Is it this or that? I Get don't the family the fuck out of here. I heard Bentley. Boner. All right. So every week we ask uh, Sir Chomp Slap here. We give him a this or that. We give him a bunch of prompts. We give him seven prompts, and he has to decide if it's one thing or another thing. Mm. So this week, I'm going to have to throw a three-prong one at you. You're going to have to tell us if the room I give you, the name of the room, is from the White House, okay. Clue, All right. the board game Clue, or, or both. both. Ooh. Oh, that's how they guess you most of the time. Yeah, good. I'll probably fail this one pretty hard, guys. See, you've said that before and got like sixes. Well, I know Clue a little bit. You don't know any of the rooms of the White House? The Oval Office. There you go. That's one. Lincoln's bedroom. The basement. There's a bowling well, let's alley. Stop say, let's stop helping them out. <laughs> the <on>. Alamo. <laughs> the Alamo? This is a famous room. That's actually what they call the screening room. So, mm-hmm. right. anyway, are you ready? Search Chomp Slap. White House Clue. For the uh, White House Clue or both room. Fucking let's do it. All right, here we go. Room number one, the library. Both. The conservatory. Clue. The map room. White House. The game room. White House. The study. Clue. The ballroom. Clue. Both. The lounge. White House? Need an answer. White House. Okay. Now. I think there's a lounge in Clue. I don't know. I think. I think there is. My answers are backwards again because some of this doesn't make sense. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Or which version of Clue are they playing? They're all Clue. I don't know. I'm guessing the original one. Yeah, this can't be correct. All right. Let me. Give me a second here. I'm going to go ahead and uh, tally up these answers to the actual correct answers. Stop. I'm off key. No, you're right on. Oh. A lot of tallying going on this time. Yeah, yeah. Well, I got to look up both these rooms here. All right. I'm going to go ahead and say that you got a, I don't know, six out of seven? Five out of seven? <laughs> Which one did you get wrong? Yeah, I'll take it. So I think these answers were incorrect. The first room, the library is in both, and you said both. That is a guaranteed W. So you got one right. All right. Conservatory, you said it was Clue. Yeah. My answer said it was the White House, but there's, there's absolutely a conservatory in Clue. Yeah. So you're going to get a W there. The map room... You said, my answer says Clue. There's no map It's room not on clue. the Clue board. No, it's not. So it's got to be the White House. Yeah. Are you supposed to say the one it's not in? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I get maybe. Uh, either way, we'll we'll figure this out. We're almost done. So the fourth one, the game room. You said the White House. This thing says Clue. There's it no, is not in Clue. No so, billiard room. Yeah, you got that correct. And then five for the study. You said Clue, which it, is correct. It's not both. No, I don't think you said both. No, I said Clue. Yeah, I know. You said both for the either the ballroom or the lounge. Ballroom. ballroom I said. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so that one was incorrect. And then the last one, the lounge. You also got okay. You got five out of seven. Okay. We think. We're pretty sure. We're pretty sure. We're solid with five out of seven. (laughs) Might have to go back and check the tape. That was a little sloppy, but it's all right. We got there. We got there. Unless you know for a fact there's a lounge in the White House. There's got to be. Well, then it's both. A foyer? Who knows? Whatever. I'll take a five. That's better than I thought I'd do. There you go. That's the spirit. I love robot. Papa Scotch. (laughs) We got five. That works for me. I'm fine with that. Let's say someone had a huge email. Uh, they actually were the the person who made the game Clue, and uh, they want to tell you about all the rooms and all the versions, and why you were incorrect or why you were correct. Where would they send that email to, Sir Chompslap? I'll send it to plotitime at gmail.com, and I'd like to shake your hand, Mr. Parker Brother. Or And uh, if they wanted to get to us <laughs> faster on all those weird social things, where would they do that, Dr. Scientist? At Plotty Time on Instagram and the threads. And uh, we have a subreddit for Plotty Time I don't plot heads. I don't know what the fuck to call them. Plot heads, yeah. Plot heads works. Go there. Uh, you can also go to YouTube, like subscribe there. It really helps us out. You can go to our merch store at uh, plottytime.com, which redirects you to shut up to eBay. <laughs> and then that's where you buy stuff. I swear that's where you buy stuff. It's fine. Yeah, I just asked. Someone bought a Durf shirt. Yeah. Anyway, shout outs to Blaine JJ, Drago of the Slago. And then we're going to shout out Gamer's Little Playground. I am Pan X and Louise Guzman. More importantly than all that, don't trust Dr. Scientist, and we'll talk to you next time. Peace. Peace. Peace.